Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Loretta McNary Show. Love that song, love that song. Hi, everybody. Welcome in to Loretta McNary Live presents Wednesdays with Ian Burrell. I know it's been a while since we were live, but we um, played a couple of shows that we had done previously, and we love the love that you guys sent to us um, via listening to the show and texting and um, my friends who have my number who text me, but mostly generally through social media. We appreciate the love, and let me tell you that this year is going to be even bigger and better, and I and I are going to put our hands together and come up with some things that will blow you away and make you so much better in everything that you do. So I don't want to waste a lot of time. I want to bring my girl in because the topic she chose today, I am so high on it already. So I can only imagine after she really gives me some tidbits and some information that I can uh, even choose my next PR person um, easier. Uh, more informed and make a better um, <laughs> make a better choice. Not that I've made bad choices. I just need somebody who is just you know unapologetically who they are, and you know just you know don't wait on the door to open. Just knock that door open. Ian, uh, welcome. Ian, are you there? Okay, not sure what's going on here. I am. Can you hear me? Okay, I can hear you now. I don't know what happened to I wasn't even near the laptop, and it just, okay, moving moving ahead, girl, moving ahead. I'm glad about the topic. I'm happy, happy, happy about the topic. Yes, it has been an interesting, I want to make sure you can hear me. You can still hear me, right? Yes, I can. Okay, good. It's been an interesting new year. It's been an interesting couple of months, and this particular subject I wanted to talk about was so relevant It's always relevant, but it was really, really relevant in the last couple of months because a lot of folks are rejuvenating. They want to do something new. They look at careers. They look at people that are doing certain things. They figure, I want to do that. So I'd probably say more than 10 or 12 individuals have either contacted me via email. No, this is just in the last month. No, say two months. So contact, I want to be a publicist. I want to be a publicist. And so what do I do? And I'm thinking, okay, let's kind of have a conversation first about it because what has come to my cerebral, if you will, is that as long as people have what we call a mouthpiece and they have the gift of gab, usually a lot of them are in this space where they can be convincing, they can sell anything, they can get their client on the couch of, Dr. Oz or whomever, because they're persuasive. So a lot of individuals, at least lately I've noticed, this common denominator is they have a mouthpiece. They dress well, they look good, they speak convincingly, and that's all great. I want to know what's behind that. So after we get past all the hoopla and the looking good and all of that, and they're in my office and they say, I want to be a publicist, I've looked at their resume, my first question is, 
like I've said it a thousand times, do you write? And I, you can imagine, I'm very actually, I'm actually very disappointed in the face that I get after I ask that question because a lot of them see that I'm not moved by all this other stuff. It doesn't move me, doesn't convince me, it does nothing for me. I want to know, can you write? And that becomes like this very uh, not-so-good conversation. So now that I've gotten kind of used to that, I'm very disappointed. I still am very adamant about it. I say, okay, let's talk about some other things because we're going to get to that. So one of the things I found, Loretta, is individuals who are interested in this industry, one, I think, besides the writing, the other piece that is really lacking are connections now. Your connections are not your brothers and your sisters and your alumni. I'm talking about journalists and media. Who are your friends? And that right there seems to be another kind of, oh, I need to kind of do that, or I don't have any of those friends or colleagues, or I don't know any of those people. And if we talk about being an effective Effective now, not just a publicist, but an effective publicist who can get the job done. You're reaching out to media, right? You're reaching out to people Mm -hmm. who need to write your client stories. They need to have your client on the red carpet. And so when I when I put that kind of out, when I put that out there, who are your friends? Who who are they? They're they're really Soros frat brothers. They are basketball team members, they're more of the fluff kind of people. They're more of the socialites, but they're not necessarily people who can move the dial or, or move the needle. And those, are, those need to be my friends. And, for instance, um, and this is a, these are not trade secrets. This is something you can do right now on, on Twitter or wherever you want to do it. So one of the ways, they're like, well, how do, I, how do I get there? How do I make them my friends? How do I get to – you have to kind of know what they write about, right? You have to know what they're interested in. If you have a client that sells, uh, let's say, eco-friendly eyewear, and you want to make sure that you're capturing the journalist that's interested in sustainability, eco-friendly fashion, any environmental, you can easily do a Google search, Twitter, you can say Twitter, environmental, eco You can just do that, and you begin to get the handles of people who are in that, in that field or who are interested in that, in that area who write about it. You want, to, you want to do hashtags like journalists or eco-fashion, things like that, and you begin to follow them. And when you follow them, you make your tweets relevant. For instance, if you're following someone who, a writer who does the eyeglass piece or something very couture, and he or she is posting something on Twitter, you want to what? Retweet it. Then you want to comment on it. Every now and then, direct message them. Don't do a lot of that, though. Don't, please don't become a stalker and do a lot of direct messaging. But a lot of journalists, a lot of journalists have the direct message turned off. So you can't even direct message them, and that, that is very common. So what, when we talk about, let's put the writing piece over to the side for a second. But when we talk about how do I become a publicist, I'm not talking about going to school and getting a degree in, I mean, I would love, you, I'd love for you to do that. And definitely put that on your vision board. It's January, so it's vision board time. Definitely put that mm-hmm. on your vision board. <laughs> we all have the vision boards, I hope. 
but make sure that you are putting yourself in the atmosphere and in the stratosphere and whatever other kind of sphere you can think of, no pun intended, of those who can make a difference in what you're doing. And so that's almost one trick. I'll share, well, it's not a trick, it's just part of, part of what needs to be done. Another thing, I want to be a publicist of what I do next. Well, let's talk about what do you want to PR? What, what, what a lot of folks I'm finding are moved by is the glitz and the glamour. But nine times out of ten, let's kind of slow it down again because you're dropping some, I mean, some great information. <laughs> I mean, things that even people who are already publicists that I've talked to, and, and this is not a put down in any way. These are just things that I noticed that were not, I mean, they're good at, you know, at, a, at my level because I've done so much and I've been doing it seven years and I have created my own uh, media contacts and celebrity publicist contacts. So I kind of look at publicists differently. Um, and I think there are different levels because everybody may not want to have a celebrity client. But I think, like you said, the glitz and the glamour, most people do. <laughs> That's why they go into business because yeah. they want to do that. But if you're really good at what you do and you take what Ianat is saying, you can com- you can get those kind of clients or what will be even better, you can get you can help assist your client in becoming a celebrity. Right. You know, that, right. if you're really good at what you do, then your client will be seen on all the shows. They'll they'll be uh, become a spokesperson for some you know cause or product. But the thing is, you have to, like she said, you have to definitely know how to write uh, something compelling, not just look the part. Because publicists remember, it's not about you; it's about your client. Is another thing that I hope we get to talk about. So, okay, I just wanted to kind of slow it down and kind of reiterate what you were saying because that was huge. That was some, I mean, you just came out of a box on us. I mean, I said, big girl, you didn't. You didn't take us slow. You didn't put us in kindergarten. You put us straight in college. So. I, and probably, probably Loretta, because it's been burning inside of me. And then I know. There's also, you know, when you're passionate about something, you're protected about it. And when you're protected about it, you want to make sure that people are doing it right. And when they're not doing it right, you become a little perturbed by the whole thing. But one of the things that you said about the celebrity thing, and we have, if you know, hopefully, we're going to, if you don't know, now you know. You have A, B, C, and D list celebrities. An example of an A-list celebrity would be your Halle Berry, your Denzel. Uh, let me just stop there because if I start putting BCs and Ds on <laughs> I know, I just in case they're listening or their publicist is listening, it might get back. Because, see, people don't understand. See, that's why you always have to work in excellence and be mindful of what you say because you never know who's listening, and you never know who that person who is listening knows, who they're related to, who they're connected to. So it's so important yes. to not only know how to write really compelling, but never, ever say something that you don't want to come back to that person in a negative way. So you have you just can't be out there dropping names and, you know, right. giving your opinion on stuff. And we talked about that before, you're not, and I hope we can do it again this year about how um, being in this kind of level, you can't just give your opinion on everything. <laughs> you just have no, to keep it no, to yourself. You and, and, and with your network and your reach with your radio show, Loretta, and you're reaching 
thousands of individuals, everything that we talk about in this, this show being archived, we are, we are working in excellence, as you say. And what I do appreciate about that, though, Loretta, is that it is a DNA for us, and that's a, that's a good thing. It's not anything that we mm-hmm. have to work hard for because we've kind of done our homework, we've paid our dues, and, and I was to talk about paying dues. And so we already know. So I was able to catch myself quickly. It wasn't really a catch. I knew what I was doing. But I was able to frame that in the right way because just as I am a publicist, I also am a brand as well. And so I'm representing right. every client under yeah, I'm representing every client under me, and God forbid, or let's say, let the universe forbid, oh, my God, did you hear what my publicist said on the radio? Oh, my God. You know, so we don't want any of that. But we, um, one of the things about celebrities you mentioned, that draw, people are more drawn to the PR industry because of celebrity, but not every client is a celebrity. And quiet is kept. Not everyone wants to be. That may sound a little exactly. crazy. Not everybody wants to. Can you look at the paparazzi? Look at the lives they no longer have. I know. Look at the you thing. live in a glass house. You know, no pun intended for your yes. company name, but you actually live in a glass house, a fishbowl, <laughs> when you, you, uh, you put yourself and, out like that. And you, and not every PR opportunity is a person. Sometimes it's a thing. Sometimes it's a product. Mm-hmm. And you don't necessarily need the person behind the product. You just need the product out there. You don't need the person behind it. And when you when we think about a lot of the Googles and the and all of the apples and all the do you do you see the individuals behind those always in the front, forefront? Absolutely not. You see that apple with the little bite in it. You see that logo. Mm-hmm. You see the brand. You don't see the CEO uh, in front of a news some kind of unless it's some stakeholder situation. But remember that when we think about PR, and if you're drawn to the glitz and glamour, I don't want anything to do with you. I'm not interested in, in having you work with Glass House. I'm not interested in having you intern. I'm not interested in having you apply. Because that becomes this uh, starstruck thing. And you begin to, you can't think straight. All of a sudden the cobwebs are going and you lose balance just because uh, a celebrity walks in the door. And that right, I Right, because I you're not Absolutely. focused. Yeah, because you're not professional. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me ask you this, Ian, and I'm not calling any names, but this has happened <laughs> to me a, a, more times than I would like to, to, to say or count. Is it ever mm-hmm. a good time? And if it's, there is a good time, tell me how many times. Is there ever a time where you're, you're a publisher or you're the photographer for um, someone who is your client, who is a brand, who is building or who has already reached, a, you know, a, some level of notoriety and celebrityhood. Is it ever a good time for you to ask your client to, to, you know, to take your picture with the celebrity? Is there ever oh my, a good time? Oh my, oh my goodness! That, <laughs> that is never. That is never a good time. I mean, ever, ever, ever. I didn't even see this question coming, Loretta. I clearly, I thought you were going to say something I know else. you did, but I, I kn- have experienced it so many times. Um, or if it's your friend and you are, and I've been places at Red Carpets, I'm telling you, this has happened, and I hope that my friend who is listening, my friends who are listening, or people of that are friends of my friends who asked me to do this, I hope they're listening. Because I, I was shocked that they asked me to do it. And it 
sometimes that's why you have to shoot. And then my other question is, should you be personal friends with your publicist? So let me ask you that. Let me ask the first question first. If you're a publicist or a photographer or you're with a brand and you get caught up in a celebrity thing, the glitz and glamour, should you ask that person ever to take your photo? Fans unequivocally, no, never. And first of all, when you start seeing more of the publicist, now, and I'm kind of playing on my own stuff right now, when you start seeing more of the publicist in pictures than your client, then that's definitely a no-go. And let me just say to that, I know that a lot of my colleagues and friends see me in a lot of pictures, but trust and believe that when I'm there, I'm not there for a client. I've been invited to an event. I am a guest at an event, so a lot of times you'll see me photographed with movers and shakers or politicians or whomever, but I am not, absolutely not on assignment with a client at an event, and I'm taking a picture and taking pictures with, with, with no, absolutely not. So, and, and, and there is just no reason at all, but I do know quite a number of publicists who do exactly what you said, and I've never figured it out. Now, part of, their psych- part of their psychology in that is that they are trying to brand themselves in a broader, in a broader light. So, oh, my God, she's able to get here, she's able to get there, or he's able to get here or there. And so then they believe they can get clients that way. I, I get the psychology, but it, it's really it's short-lived. It's short-lived. And right. the other and you can never ask your being, client to take the picture, though. No. You no. can, you know, ask, ask somebody else. No. Yeah. Well, even I, I would even shout out to that because as soon as your client sees that you're tied up with <laughs> doing something else, well, there should not <laughs> yeah. be a moment. There should not be a moment that your client is not engaged. Period. You are ooh, side by side ooh. by your client at that entire time of that event, you are pitching your client. You are making sure that that client is with every person who passes on the carpet. So you, when do you have a moment to take a picture? I don't, I don't get that. So, no, oh, I got a Facebook just, message. Oh, my goodness, this is a good one, and not. Okay. <laughs> this is a good one. Okay, it's probably going to blow you away. Okay. okay. If you're with a client at an event, is it okay to pitch another client as well? To somebody no. that you're pitching a client to. No, Ooh. absolutely not. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. There's a difference between pitching and networking. So let's be clear. And because I'm analytical and a lot of people that really know me know that I'm very analytical, I'm very wordsmithy, and I can bring it down to a decimal. Pitch, absolutely <laughs> not. Network all day long. Every single time you're out, you are networking whether you're at with a client or not. What does that mean? Here's my card. But what you do is, hi, I'm Ian Alperell with Glasshouse Communications. I'm here with my client, so-and-so, would like to stay in touch with you as well. That's it. And let it go. You then can begin to cultivate that after the fact. Now, definitely see if you can get a card as well, but don't spend a lot of time getting a card as well. Reach out after. If you're a good publicist, which you are, there's a way to find the information on that person. So pitch, absolutely not. Network, yes. But make sure in your introduction, because what's going to happen is that client is going to say, wait a minute, 
that person came up to me. They were here with their client. They never even said anything about their client. I don't want to deal with them. They're going to do the same thing with me if I'm out. Mm-hmm. So make sure in every single conversation, hi, I'm so-and-so, I'm here with so and my client is, and here's my client. And even the client is standing right there, which sometimes they are, sometimes they're not. They should be close by. And here's my client. I'd like to stay in touch. Leave it there. Can you pitch after? Absolutely. You would want to because obviously that person, you're in the same venue, space, mover and shaker level that they want to be, so it's okay to do. Definitely. Okay. But just be careful. Okay. So we'll come back to our original. And you know this is going to have to be a part two, right? You know. And it's already 11 on, so. Right. This is an ongoing training. But it's interesting that yes. my, my regular phone. It's interesting that my regular phone keeps blowing up, like my cell phone. Uh, why are the people calling me on the phone? Normally I don't get calls when I'm on the radio because people know I'm on the radio. But all of a sudden, like, the phone keeps ringing. I'm like, and I'm not answering, so I hope they call on <laughs> Me too. I can't answer mine either. Please Facebook me. You know, you got to Facebook us. You got to twi- Twitter. Go to Twitter and send us a message or something like that. Or the best thing is, to, you know, Facebook us because I'm looking at my Facebook page now. That's how I got the other question. And we will answer your questions, but we can't take phone calls while we're on the radio. And, um, Ian, I got to tell you, this show um, the Lorraine McNair Live Show is so popular. I believe by the end of the month we will reach our 100,000 listen. Oh, yeah. We're so close. <laughs> I know. Can you believe it? Yes. I wonder who that person is going to be, but it will be 100,000 by the end of the month or before. Oh, my yeah. God. We have to do something special yeah. for the 100,000th uh, listener. <laughs> Yeah, so everybody's trying to listen to everybody. Yeah, we will do something um, because I'm just yeah. so happy with the popularity of the show. And, you know, we've got to talk because, you know, well, you you are like, un, you know, you kind of like my publicist. I'll say that I because I listen to you <laughs> and I do those things that you're saying do, especially when it relates to social media and how you look and, you know, that's art and the fashion and all that good stuff. You are so awesome, girl. We, I, I, be, I will be extremely happy when we can do more than one show a month because you are a you hot know, commodity we, 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 and everybody has questions. We probably can. It's a new year. I'm happy to do it. Let, let's talk about how we can do every other Wednesday. There's enough content to do it. And I want to say this, oh, too, um, because we – I want to say this. I believe that 100,000 mark deserves a press release, Loretta. Yes, it deserves a press release that should be distributed nationally by Glasshouse Communications. So I am honored to be able to put out the word when you reach that 100,000th listener that we are going to do a national press release. About it, and we're going to brand it from here to Toluca. Just, just, just know we need to do that, um, and we're going to part that. But yeah. make sure we do that, Loretta, because it's it's so important. You are amazing. You're phenomenal. You've created a platform for me, and I don't take this lightly. Just as I am able to share information, you have a platform that I'm able to share on. So let, let's continue to to support one another. It's it, it's easy breezy. Yeah, and so let me let me tell you when I finally get. Uh-huh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. 
I was going to say, and you know I'm still in talks with the network in San Francisco, so when I am finally signing the contract to air my TV show in San Francisco, I will definitely need Glasshouse to do that communication for me <laughs> on an international level. And we're close to that, too. We're still, you know, we have this, you know, I hate to say a Mexican standoff because some people don't know what that means and they may be offended by it. But we are at a standoff. Oh. We're just trying to figure it all out, you know, make sure we're both equally happy with it. And we're very, very close because it's not a deal breaker. It's just, you know, mm-hmm. you know how it works. Mm-hmm. But anyway, well, so you want to be a publicist, the, what's next? One of the questions was, should you be friends, personal friends with your, with your publicist? And whether my colleague yeah. is listening right now or not, this is what I – the answer is maybe. Now, let me say this, and I may have shared this before. I am – when I'm your friend and I'm your sister friend, I'm your sister friend and your friend. Whenever you come into the glass house setting, I am a different person from the way I look to the way I talk to the way I act. And I'm not saying I switch it up to some nice degree. However, when I'm out breaking bread with you – that's who I am. But when it comes to that thing that I'm passionate about to the point of being emotionally and physically connected, then it's a different thing. And a longtime sister friend of mine, we connect, we've been friends for over 10 years, close to 10 years, and she wanted to have me work with her, and we began. But, she, but I told her in the beginning, I'm not the same sister. And I'm just letting you know because there are deadlines. There are demands. There are A, B, C, D. It's a different. It's a different thing. And Loretta, probably after two, I would say two months, maybe three, she just called me up one day, say, "Hey, I want to talk." We met at a coffee shop, and she just blankly said, "I want my sister back." And I said, "Done." <laughs> because awesome. we were we were no longer that now I'm not saying we we didn't hang out anymore, but it began to affect that level of hanging out because you there's as a, as your publicist, you still have to meet certain deadlines of mine. You still have to have certain product, equipment, um, website, all this stuff. There's a certain level that I represent. And so you gotta bring it. And we it didn't even take but five minutes. I didn't ask her why. I already knew. So depending on I would say individual, take it on an individual basis. I try and stay away from it, but, you know, we'll see what happens. But I also wanted to say when it comes to the, the PR, now what we're going to discuss in this 30 minutes is less than 1% of what it means to be a publicist, or I want to be a publicist. But I have to say um, this particular part. Another, this common thing that keeps coming up when I want to be a, I want to be a publicist is when, you, when I Google your name, People keep forgetting that every everything you put on Facebook, even after you delete it <laughs> two seconds later, even two mm-hmm. seconds later, it's still in the archives. Your Twitter, your blog, all of that. The first thing I do is a Google search. And i got to tell you, Loretta, these people cannot be publicists because I don't want that name attached to me. You have everything from profanity on Facebook to bashing people on Twitter to pictures that, and I don't care if it was five years ago. Unfortunately, right now, it is what it is. Now, somebody, somebody sent me a picture of me from, I think it was 98, uh, maybe 99, and I was with um, Steve Harvey in 99. So we're talking, how long ago was that? 
many, many years. Ooh, and so, years. yeah, <laughs> probably, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, well, yeah. No, maybe uh-huh. it's well, maybe it was 2002 because it was only like 10 years ago. So it was 2002, okay. and I was at I was at Magic in Vegas. So Magic, the, everybody knows Magic, that big fashion trade show that happens. But I was fine. I was dressed fine. Everything looked good. I had all my press badges and on and everything like that. And it was Steve Harvey and all of that. And so when they showed me that picture, I said, "Whew! Thank God! Like if nothing, <laughs> if nothing bad." But when I remember when. They're taking it back that far. I was not even a publicist at that time. Or at least I didn't think I was. I was doing something, but I wasn't. But they brought it back. And so one thing they talked about was the hair. I had, I had the banana peels. The banana peels are really popular. But I have a little banana peels, and I was just doing it. So when you, oh, I want to be a publicist, and they think because they are active on social media. And I think someone took that too far because in one of our interviews, Loretta, we said you have to be active if you ever want to deal with me or work with me. You've got to be active on, on, on social network. I didn't mean that. I <laughs> I mean, some clean activity, not, you know, but that's another thing. (laughs) These individuals who are coming to the table, um, and they're, it's blurred. It's, I'm not saying you're shattered forever, because that's what crisis communication is for. I can even rebrand you in, in in the proper light if need be, but you have to keep it simple, people. Keep it simple. Keep it straight. Keep it cohesive. And the last, before we kind of wrap up, is the one, another thing I keep hearing about when these 12 individuals are approaching me, oh, I found out I don't think I'm going to do PR in the fashion industry because it pays no money. And I, I, can't, I can't do the internship thing for free. Loretta, we're talking about a multi-billion dollar industry, multi-billion dollar industry. And I had about five people tell me between with November and agency, December. With a proven agency. See, that's so crazy to me. And we'll have to talk about internships, too, and how valuable yes. they are because people don't understand. Yes. They do not understand. You are not interning and not getting paid. You are getting paid. Just You know, you are getting paid, and you have to understand the value of an internship, especially at a proven, successful um, yes. Well-known organizations such as Glass House and Fashion on the Square. Yes. So this is going to have to be ongoing because there are so many layers of this. Because my other question, and I know is we got to go, but at what point can you truly professionally say I am a publicist? Because just because you because you want to become a publicist today, can you literally? And, you know, honestly say, if I say, oh, I want to be a publicist, does that make me a publicist because I want to become a publicist? At the bare minimum, Loretta, have at least one client. If you have at least one client, whether you had one client or have one client, and that one client, you have something out there in the universe for, meaning I can Google that client's name and then Google your name and something comes up that shows you are the publicist or there's a testimonial on your LinkedIn, on your blog, or on your website from that client saying, hey, I worked with so-and-so, they were the best, they the best, I'm a publicist, done. That is the bare <laughs> bare minimum. It needs to be relevant. However, I'd be caution you with one client because that's not a lot of that's not a lot of history, it's not a lot of experience. Let's let's kinda of weed into that. Let's kinda of, kinda of grow into that. So I would say at the bare minimum you can say that. 
but uh, just be careful because it's a lot. It's a lot out there. It's it's a lot out there going on for sure. For sure. Wow. I so I know I we need to wrap. I know we need. I know we need to wrap up. So you and I will talk about continuing this conversation, getting some more dialogue with it back and forth, and and just broadening the conversation as well. Absolutely. So I want everybody to understand that you and I will be here more than once a month, but these shows are <laughs> always available on archive. So if you know somebody who's saying they want to become a publicist, please make sure that you send them a link to this show. It will be available, you know, as long as Blog Talk is available, I believe, because they keep them in archive forever. And it has been some valuable information that you just can't call up somebody and ask. She's answering these questions out of the goodness of our heart because we want people who are in our industries to be the best because sometimes, you know, when a publicist gets in trouble or does something bad, then it, it gives all publicists, for whatever reason, a bad name, like a talk show host. When one yeah. gets in trouble, then, you know, people start looking at all of us, just like any other yeah. thing, basketball, you know, football, whatever, chefs. So you got to be sure that what, whatever you do, you do it of excellence, and you continue to learn and grow as an individual and at, and personally too. So you not you had any, that was my closing thing. Did you have anything um, that you wanted to say? The integrity is at the is ultimate. It's just keep your integrity. Whether you're a publicist, an engineer, architect, a designer, please keep the integrity at, at, at the highest level possible. With social media right now and at the speed of light that we're moving right now in life overall, that integrity is just is, is pivotal. So with that, have a beautiful day. Have a great day. Make it a great day. And we will chat next time. Yes, we will. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to Loretta McNary Live, the radio show. Our guest is the most amazing publicist and fashion guru, Ianot Burrell. The show will be available in archive. Please like our Facebook pages. You can find Ianot Burrell on Facebook. You can find her on Twitter. And you can find Loretta McNary there, too. Also like our, I have a YouTube channel now that I'm really promoting, so I would love for you guys to like that as well. We appreciate your time and your energy that you sent out to us. And please remember, you can always find us on those social medias and send your questions to us. In the meantime, be the best that you can be. Continue to help other people, and we'll see you on the side of good. Thanks. Bye-bye, everybody.